What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 65 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. I'm joined today by the University at Buffalo's head wrestling coach, John Stutzman. How's it going today, coach? I'm doing well. I'm just sitting at a peewee football game and uh, sitting in my car. So as you can see, but uh, it's going well. It's going well. We, we're, we're enjoying our time. What's the uh, what's the peewee football team's name? Uh, we're the Air, we're Air Force. I didn't know if uh, I mean, there's obviously probably plenty of bills to go around when you're out in Western New York. Oh, yeah. we there. There's the North. Tano, I think it's North Tonawana bills, but uh, we're the Williamsville Air Force. So it, it's a fun time. Over at the uh, campus, University at Buffalo, kids are back on campus. Uh, you know, we're a little over a month away from the first official practice of the season. You know, how excited are you year 10 at the helm? I tell you what, this is, uh, it's been awesome. You know, I mean, we've had, um, you know, our kids been back in, in town the next last couple of weeks. And we, we have about 30, 35 guys in a room every day. And, uh, you know, they're lifting weights consistently. This is, we have a really good group of kids and, I'm really excited to watch them progress. So you just announced the the additions of your coaching staff with uh, Derek Spann and Alan Clothier. Um, you know, as I mentioned, you're going in your 10th year. Derek Spann has wrestled. Uh, so this is his seventh year in Buffalo. Um, yep. You know, having been around Spann for most of your time in Buffalo, you know, what does he mean to the program? He's everything to me. You know, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but he came as a recruited walk-on and you know, by, by the time he left, he was, uh, you know, a big chunk of scholarship money. Now I hired him. Right. So, so that's progression, you know, that you're talking about a guy who came in and did everything you asked him to do and believed in you, believed in the program and, and, and got an unbelievable degree out of it. And now he's getting his master's. And so, man, it, he, he's an awesome kid. And, and I'm really excited to watch his development as a coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited that he, you know, he's on the coaching staff. I watched Derek wrestle, you know, in the peewee circuit um, growing up. Um, so I watched him grow up from peewees to to winning a state title and, and wrestling at Adirondack to to obviously spending the last six years in Buffalo and now being a coach, which is awesome. Um, you know, he's just one of those blue collar kids that, you know, puts the work in. And obviously it's great to see the uh, the pay, the work's paid off. Yeah, that, um, that's kind of what we build our program around, you know, just blue collar, tough, hard nosed kids and. You know, we're, we're a development program, and, and, and I take that very seriously. I like to develop kids. I like to, you know, we, we like to prove people wrong, and, and he's one of those kids, you know. So uh, we're, we're really excited about, about his future and, 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 where, and where it's going to go for him. So, you know, with a few of those guys that were fifth or sixth year seniors graduated, you know, who, who do you look for now to be your leaders for this season? I know you just announced four of your captains for the, the upcoming yep. season. Yeah, I mean, those guys, you know, Michael Batiste, a fifth-year senior, uh, he's, he's already a two-time national qualifier. He'll be a three-timer here soon, hopefully. And we want to get him on the podium. He's he's put the best offseason in he's ever had, has, and uh, so we're excited about him. Uh, Jay Niveson, you know, another past national qualifier, has a chance of being a four-time national qualifier as long as he keeps progressing. And we're hoping to get him on the podium, right? Um, and, then, and then you have, you know, Giuseppe Hoos, who – who's probably one, one of the hard, hardest working guys in the room, you know, so we like him a lot. And of course, Noah Grover, who's the past New York state champion. And, you know, he's been starting our program for three, four years now also. So we got some great leadership. And then in addition, we have some awesome young kids and I don't think they're young, you know, but, uh, but they're young, you know, eligibility wise and Tristan Darty, you know, uh, we, we, we got Frankie Gissendaner in our program right now. Not a lot of people know that. 
right? I just don't know what weight he's going to end up being. Um, we have Caleb Burgess, Matt Ryan, um, you know, Sam Mitchell. Uh, we we just got a, you know, Ty Reigns. We just got an awesome, awesome group of kids who who really are just working really hard and like being around each other. So, man, our schedule is extremely difficult, but but I like these guys a lot. You know, I know a lot of coaches say that, but but this is going to be a special group. It's just a matter of, you know, how special. So we'll take a step back, um, you know, from Buffalo now. You know, like I said, you're in your 10th year at Buffalo. But before that, you were you spent eight years uh, as a head coach at Bloomsburg. You know, you took that program to new levels with a core group of wrestlers, you know, leaving behind a team with several returning national qualifiers at the time. You know, how hard was it to leave a group, that kind of group behind? And, you know, what prompted you to take the job at the alma mater of Buffalo? Oh, man. Uh Man, that was probably the most difficult decision. We left. When I left there, they had nine national qualifiers returning, and they had a, a world team trial qualifier at the same time, right? We were ranked 11th, 10th, 11th in the country, and, uh, and and we had it rolling, man. We I had a good group of kids, and a lot those kids remind me of the guys we got now, to be quite honest with you, just their workload and their attitude. Um, I left because, you know, I graduated from UB. I, I, I thought. And I still think UB can be great. Um, you, you have a lot of resources. Um, it, it was difficult, though. Bloom's a special place. You know, I had I had a bunch of New York guys with me at Bloomsburg. You know, I had, you know, Nick Wilcox, who's a three-time New York State champ. I had, uh, you know, uh, Veltri, you know. Um, Dan so Gaylord, Nate Graham, yeah, Andy Lyman. Yep, Danny, oh, yeah. He, yep, yeah, we've had a great – Nate Graham, you know, I just saw him probably a year ago. He's doing awesome, you know. But uh, – th- those group of guys are special, you know, and I don't think people realize how hard those guys trained and worked. And uh, so, so with that being said, you know, it, it was difficult, but at the time I, I thought it was the right move for, for me career wise. And um, so you, you know, the deal, it, 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 it was difficult, but, yeah, but, no, it, for sure. but, but coming here and where we are now, I, I, I like it a lot. That's perfect. I mean, I know like you, you mentioned, you know, you built, part of that pro um blooms were a program around several new york guys that were on the team you know um you know those guys weren't the all americans but they were national qualifiers right. um, that you had down in bloomsburg you know and i said this in a previous episode you know of the top 10 guys of the class of 2022 in new york only two of them in new york stayed like stayed at a new york college um and you know one of them's at your your school right now with uh with shell of queensbury you know how do we keep those guys in state i mean obviously you recruited those New York guys to Bloomsburg and um, you, you do a very good job at recruiting other guys that are out of state, um, whether it's Illinois or New Jersey or PA to yep. Buffalo, but to keeping some of the hammers in state. Right. It, it's a challenge. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, it, 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 it's a challenge, right? I mean, we have the, the thing about the university of Buffalo is people, when you talk about Buffalo, what do you think about right away? You think about you're getting 10 feet of snow every day, right? So, mm-hmm. so, so it, that's the challenge, you know, is convincing people that, that we don't get that much stuff, right? And, and, and academically, UB is a very difficult place. You know, um, average SAT score to get in is 1,200 for a lot of the common students, right? So, so that part's difficult, you know, and how to get these guys to stay in state, I have to do a better job. You know, point blank, I have to probably recruit a little harder in New York, which which I'm making a, a major emphasis on again. I mean, some of our 
my best kids that we've had come out of the state of New York, Brian Lantry, New York state champ, four-time national qualifier for us. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so we have those type of guys, I got to do a better job. Right. And, 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 and I like New York kids. I've had success with them in, in at Bloomsburg. We've had success with them here. Um, you know, so, so like I said, I have to do a better job, but those, but those kids need to understand also that you're coming to UB, we're going to work. Right. And, and, and we're going to work really hard. Like Hunter shot right now is an unbelievable hard worker. Right. He bought in 1000%. Caleb Burgess, hard worker. So, blue, so we got some great kids right there. Kids. Yep. Yep. And yeah. we got some great, great kids. And, and I'm looking forward to continue, you know, recruiting New York real hard in the future. So, um, one of the things, you know, people, I guess, define um, a program with is an All American. But, you know, I think that's what, ha- like, half of the accomplishment that might define a program. You know, this year, you guys had a record five named academic All Mac. Right. And, the, you know, you guys finished 12 and six last year, uh, seven to two in the conference, which was the most uh, conference win since you joined the Mac. Yeah. Um, you know, in the Mac, though, there's a lot of parity between the top five or six. I mean, you guys finished fourth at the conference tournament, but beat Lockhaven in a duel during the year. Right. And, you know, you beat, uh, I think, Northern Illinois, right, in February. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they placed above you guys as well. So, you know, what's your outlook on the Mac for this upcoming season? Well, I, I think this. First of all, I think when, when I, I – it's like this. I'm a dual meet guy. I love dual meets. Right. I, I think I think there should be a national dual meet championship. OK. Uh, and, and every other sport's growing because there's a that because it's about the team. Right. And yeah, I, I think we need an All-American UB. There's there's no doubt we need a few of them. Right. And but at the end of the day, I, it's harder now than ever before to be, become a national champion All-America. I mean, these kids are good. Right. right? And, and and the best 33 guys go to the national tournament every single year. The best, not the. You know, it's just a bit, it's unbelievable difficult to do. Right. And it's hard to win dual meets too. But yeah. uh, I mean, I thought we could have won the conference championship to be quite honest. We, we had seven buys the first round at the Mac tournament, seven, right. Uh, mm-hmm. The other teams had three and had three, we had seven. So we're kind of, we were kind of behind the eight ball a little bit on some pigtail matches. Right. But, but as always, we wrestle above our seats. We wrestle hard. Right. And, um, you know, you know, and, and our league's pretty good, right? It, it's I don't think we get the respect we deserve first and foremost, but I think we have to earn the respect by going out and wrestling great competition. And if you look at our schedule, I addressed that this year. Oh heck yeah, yeah, the schedule looks good. Um, we go, kind of circling back to the duels that you were talking about. You know, I've been brainstorming to grow some of the duels at the smaller programs. Um, you know, I've only been to Alumni Arena once, and that was for the 2004 New York State tournament to watch. Um, so I don't know what the duels are necessarily like there. I mean, I've, I've definitely watched a few of them past right. few years online, but, uh, you know, I think we need to grow the attendance at, in, in some of these duels. And I was talking to, I don't know if it was when I was talking to uh, coach gray or if I was talking to coach Harrington of Tioga, um, but you know, Tioga versus, um, menacing Valley, you know, that that would be a great duel. And I yep. think like whether it was hosted at, you know, down in, the Hudson Valley region, which, you know, Army West Point, or if it was hosted closer to Tioga, which Cornell, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was brainstorming today, like, I know Star Point's very vocal on, on Twitter with more wrestling, yes. and, you know, so ha- like Star Point, I think they should, they should wrestle Spencer Porters, or, you know, a, a section five team that's pretty darn good. I think, uh, you know, that'd be a great thing to have. I, and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're if working had, on that. 
yeah, yeah. We're, we're working on that with coach Hart, you know, and, and coach Schaefer there, pal Mac. Right. We're, oh yeah. That'd be great. You know, we, we've had some, we've had some uh, dialogue with that, right. We've had dialogue with Batavia, you know, um, high school to, to come in here and, and, and wrestle. Um, there's just a lot of hoops to jump through when, 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 when we have a high school uh, team to wrestle at UB, it's just, you know, especially throughout the COVID, you know, kids had to be vaccinated and oh, yeah. there was just a lot of different uh, hiccups along the way. So we're hoping to address those. Right. And, and, and we have a pretty good fan base. I love our fans, right. We have some good vocal fans and, but you're absolutely right. We need to build it. Right. And, and, but you can't build it unless you bring good people in and you wrestle really hard, you yeah. know? And so, so, so hopefully we, we do that. Yeah. So you said the C word of COVID, um, you know, and I want to briefly talk about the could have been, you know, we're coming off some different times. COVID took yep. away uh, what could have been for Troy Keller and Derek Spann in 2020. But, you know, it also gave Span an extra year, as we mentioned earlier. Um, you know, we talked about the elusive All-American status and how right. difficult it was for, you know, Keller and Span to miss out on that year. But, you know, any time that a six-year talk, um, you know, is talked about, more of the guys, you know, who spent seven or eight years in college, you know, Stefan Michik, um, you know, is one that comes to my mind. But it, it makes me think of Muhammad McBride, right? So, yep. It's, it's an interesting story. Um, you know, most people have kind of heard about it by now, but you know, I'm, I was looking back at like the Ohio tournament of champions brackets of years past. And like he wrestled, he used to go, I don't know, back and forth. He used to wrestle Mark Hall all the time, you know, Close. growing up in the youth circuit. Close. And you know, Mark Hall just graduated a couple of years ago. Like Muhammad McBride's been out of college for, you know, seven years, six years, whatever right. it's been. Um, it, here's know, the craziest thing about Muhammad, right? Yeah, they didn't give him a red shirt either. No, he was for they 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 gave him three years. The NCA gave him three years. He only had three years of com uh, competition for us. That was it. So it was what, 13, 2013, 14, 14, 15, 15, 16. Yep, something like that. He might yeah. he might have had four, but he didn't get a red shirt. Yeah, I'm actually and that's crazy. Certain. Yeah, and 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 so be because he was in junior college when he was 15, 14, 15 years old, getting an associate's degree, he was in homeschooled and getting an associate's degree at the same time. The NCA yeah. said he was in college and started his clock. Oh, but he man. Was like, yeah. I, I can, re I can recall working a table at the New York state collegiate tournament um, back in like 2013, December of 13. So it'd have been the 13, 14 season. And he was 16, maybe just turned 17 wrestling yep. these college kids but you know he's obviously wrestling for university of buffalo um you know he was granted that six year of eligibility which we just mentioned he, he didn't use you know he wasn't able to use it really because he wasn't wrestling no, he, was, he was he was he was granted a third year eligibility right so yeah. i mean because I mean, obviously that clock didn't start you know um yep. as far as eligibility wise but you yep. know looking fast forwarding it uh you know he's u23 world team member um you know that's just it stinks to see what what could have been. You know, he's he's younger than some of the guys that just competed at the 2022 NCAA tournament in Detroit. So, um, just yeah, he's just 23 years old. He just he just started to cut you off. He just turned 23 years old. Okay, and uh, he he would have been in mixed place. Oh, you absolutely. Know, he's in the world, you know, yeah. Troy Keller would have placed at the national tournament that year. I'm just he Troy Keller Troy Keller was coming on strong. Derek Spann had a great. Uh, great draw in the bracket. Those guys could have did something special, you know, and, and, and that was very unfortunate, you know, and I feel for those guys. I feel for Derek, 
I feel for Troy. I feel for, you know, McBride, you know, uh, Brian Landry lost in the all American round in, in, in overtime, you know, Parker, so, right? yep. Yep. So we're yeah. close, you know, we train, yeah. right. We we're close, man. And, and so it, it it's just, we just got to get over the hump. Right. Um, so talking about Muhammad McBride, you know, he placed fifth at the world championships, the U23 world championships back in 2019. Yep. Um, so another guy that made the U23 world team the year before was Alex Smythe. Yes. Um, you know, he was a section six kid. I believe he was part of your first recruiting class. You know, talk about the guys that, you know, he came in with Kyle Aikens, um, Jake Gunning, Brian Lantry, you know, right. who, who all paved the road. Tell me kind of, you know, what they did or what they mean to the program, um, yeah. especially coming to your first class. Well, you know, Brian Lantry was, and I will, I, I will speak on his behalf. He was probably the, the toughest SOB I've ever been around. Hmm. That, 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 that is no if and buts about it. Brian Lantry was an unbelievably tough kid. He's a one-time state champ. People don't know. He went to flow nationals that year. It was two and two. That was it. You know, coming senior in high school, and and he, and he comes in, and and you know, and and he was at 125. Him and Kyle Aikens, Lantry was pretty pretty. He got mono. I was like, I just go up to 33, and then when I put him up to 33, he just he lit the world on fire. Um, he unbelievable kid, right? Kyle Aikens, you know those guys. Kyle, Brett Perry. Don't forget about Brett Perry. He's a workhorse. Brett Perry was was an unbelievably hard worker. Um, I, I don't, not many people outworked him and he was the Mac champ for us. You know, um, Jake Gunning was not there. You know, Jake Gunning was unheard, unheard of coming out of high school, three-time national qualifier, you know, third in Pennsylvania at 220, right? Alex Mike's third in New York state tournament makes a world team. Those guys worked really hard. You know, th those guys worked really, really hard. Um, I got so much respect for all those guys. Those guys set, you know, set a good tone for the program, you know, as far as work workload, you know, and, and so I'll be forever grateful for those guys. I, I, I respect them, you know, I, you know, and, and so nothing but nothing but good things about those guys and, 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 and they're doing well in life now, you know, and I think Brian has a great job. Um, Jason Estevez is doing well. Um, Jake Gunning. Great. I mean, these guys are all doing really well in their personal life. So I'm, I'm really happy with, with where they're at. Yeah, speaking of Brian Lantry, uh, so speaking of Section 5 at, at that, um, you, you broke the news. Um, I, I saw the roster, so I saw Frankie Gissendaner was on the roster. Yeah. But, you know, let's talk about the feeder program, um, so to speak, of uh, Niagara County Community College. You know, you mentioned Frankie Gissendaner. He, he placed at the Junior College Nationals last year. Um, and we were talking about Troy Keller. For those that don't know, uh, he was a Junior College National Champion for the Thunderwolves you know, back before he became a bull. So, you know, kind of talk about that. You know, you would kind of have experience with uh, N-Trip as well, don't you? Yeah, I wrestled N-Trip with Coach Canula back in, man, I, I want to say, I think 90, probably 93. I mean, a long time ago. I, I, I'm i probably getting a date wrong, right? But, uh, but and then Keith Mowdy used to, you know, Coach, you know, Coach Mowdy used to, you know, sleep on my couch in college. You know what I mean? So, so I, I have a good connection with those guys. You know, and, and I just think it's a good place to go if, if you need to develop academically or socially. And and I, and I think it's important, you know, that, that to have that little feeder program, you know. And uh, but uh, but now we're excited about Frankie. You know, he, he's a good kid. I, I, you know, he, he's a he's a really good boy. 
you know, and, and I like him a lot. I just don't know where he's going to go. You know, if, you know, he has a lot to do, you know, to, you know, he has to do some things still, but, uh, but he's here at UB, he's training real hard. We like him a lot. Um, whether he's at 41 or 49, we got some other guys there at 41, you know, Jack Marlowe, who, who is a workhorse at, at, at 41, you know, um, Frankie, if he's at 41, then it'll be an unbelievable battle for those two guys, you know, and, and, and some other guys down there. Um, Matt Ryan, of course, you know, you know, so it's going to be interesting. So speaking of like your roster, I mean, two of your three uh, national qualifiers from last year are coming back returning. Um, yeah. You know, we already talked about who you're kind of leaning to as your leaders, but, you know, it's still obviously too early to see, you know, it's not even September yet, but, you know, kind of like a, where, where you're looking at for a lineup, pot- potential lineup. I mean, 35 to 36 guys that were in the room yep. the other night, you said, you know, that's going to be make for a deep roster. This is the deepest team I've ever had in, in, in 18 years as a head coach, the deepest that's, team. That's perfect. And, uh, and, 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 and that's good and bad, right? It's good because you have competition. It could get ugly if the competition turns negative, right? Mm-hmm. Because, because there's not a lot of room for error for these guys, right? There's not a lot of tournaments for these guys to go to. So I'm hoping it plays itself out and it, it usually does, you know, but at 125, we have, we have four legitimate guys that can win at the division one level. I have Tristan Darty, who is an unbelievable kid. Um, we, we we're really high on him. Pat Adams, four-time New Jersey State qualifier. He's a he he's been a work he's been working real hard. Okay, we got Mason Bush. If he goes twenty-five, puts he three, four-time, you know, state place winner in New York. You know, and then Jake Eckerly is a two-time, you know, um, state place winner in New York also. And then we got some other guys behind those guys, right? So mm-hmm. 25 is going to be loaded for bear. You know, they're going to be some heated wrestle-offs. Um, 33, Andy Lazinski is is kind of he, – he's working. He He's made some he, – he's jumped some levels this offseason. I can tell you that. You know, how good is he going to be? I don't know. But we like him a lot. Cole Minnick from Texas is working his butt off. Mason Bush could go up to 33. Still, right? We have those three guys. We got Tommy Maddox, who's progressed every single year inside the program. Cole French, a section three guy from NCCC's here, um, just providing, you know, just providing some great depth and work workload for those guys. You know, so that's that's eleven guys and two weights that that are really working really hard and and, and battling for a starting spot. Yeah, that's impressive. I think at forty one, we're gonna have, uh, you know, you, you got you got. You know, Jack Marlowe, Frankie Kissendander, Matt Ryan. You know, we got some other guys there. You know, you got Caleb, Caleb and Trent Fingala. You know, so so you got you got some guys there that that can win at a high level. You know, and 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 so we're excited about forty one. At forty nine, Caleb Burgess, Matt Ryan can go up to forty nine. We got uh, Carter Gill out of Pennsylvania is doing a really good job. We got. Um, Nick Stampoulis, who I think is going to be the sleeper of this class. I do. He's a Jersey kid. And so, so we, we got some depth there, right? Some great competition. And then at 57, I'm planning on red churning Hunter shot right now. I, I say it every year, but he's been an ultimate team player. And then whenever we need him, he goes. So, but we got Michael Petit, who, you know, he'll be a three-time qualifier for us. 
and then uh, you know, so so we're we're excited about. So our first five are pr- pretty tough, you know, as you could see, and yep. then sixty-five Noah Grover, Ty Rains. Uh, you know, Noah's been steady his whole career. Ty Rains is he's he's jumping levels. I don't know if people realize that yet. Um, he, he's coming on. You know, he's a third place New York State guy. That's that I think could be as good as anybody in the country. Yeah. Um, and then we got Marcus Petit, uh, who can go 74 if we need him to. And then we got Chase Cran. It's an incoming freshman that we're real high on also. So, so it, it's, you know, competition there too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's loaded. And then, and then we got, you know, 74. You got Jay Niveson, national qualifier, coming back. You got Marcus Petit can go up. Dylan Shell. You know, Dylan Shell's been awesome, you know, and, and he's been working really, really hard. So we're really excited about him as well. Yeah, I watched a lot of Dylan Shell in the last year, um, whether it's throughout the state tournament, down at NHSEAs. Um, you know, just he's one of those blue-collar kids, you know, just gritty, go, go, go. He's in your face. Um, so I'm excited. Obviously, when I saw he was going to Buffalo, I'm like, that's a perfect fit for, for uh, old Stutzman. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm looking for, right? Those, those type of kids, and and sometimes they're hard to find, right? But uh, but we're we're excited about him, and and you know, 84 Giuseppe Hoosh is is man, he he's progressed. You know, he he's a he's an engineering major, 3.9 student, right? He gets great grades. He's he works on golly hard. Um, so we we expect big things out of him. We got. We can put Dylan Shell up at 84 if we needed to. Dylan's getting pretty big. Sam Mitchell at 197. Sam Mitchell, Eli Sharon can go 197. Those guys have been awesome, working hard. And then you got a heavyweight, Greg Hodzilik and uh, Robbie Unruh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that sounds like an awesome roster, right? I mean, you definitely have um, some solid depth at several weights um, that, you know, you can kind of bounce around for the season, right? And talking about your schedule, you know, and talking about your the competition you were, you were speaking of, you know, just over two months from now, you guys wrestle Wisconsin, Chattanooga, and right. Campbell down at the Battle of the River City. Um, yep. Obviously, Wisconsin's a tough team. You guys wrestled them last year as well? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like wrestling those guys. You know, we, we fight them hard, you know, and, and – and... But you also have teams like Oklahoma, Illinois, Iowa on your schedule – um, to, to start the season, um, also in November. Uh, then yep. the tail end of November, you guys go to the Black Knight Invite down at West Point, and then you guys uh, wrestle Binghamton, um, which last year you guys went to Binghamton, and it was pretty hostile hostile environment, I, I feel. Um, I watched the duel, and th- that's kind of where I saw, like, Buffalo's, like, you guys are gritty, right? And you guys won a lot of those key matchups just being tough. Well, first of all, those guys, you know, yeah, our schedule is really tough, right? And and um and I think that's what gives us a benefit over a lot of you know the Mac schools and 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 some you know local rivals, right? Is we, we're not afraid to go out and wrestle anybody. And to be honest with you, my guys want that. You know, every year I ask them, hey, what teams do you guys want to wrestle next year? And and right away they say, hey, we want to wrestle the best guys, right? So when they tell me that, it's my job to go out there and go get the best guys, you know, and um. But, uh, but Binghamton, they do an unbelievable job. You know, they, they recruit really well in the state of New York. They get a lot of great New York kids. Uh, Borshoff and his staff do a great job. It's just a rival, right? You know, they want to beat me, and I want to beat them. You know, so that's what makes it fun. You know, and, and anytime somebody wants to beat you, 
you know, that, that, that you got to get up for that match, you know? Yeah, so, no. So it's fun. That, that's, the, that's kind of why I love it. You know, like two New York teams that, you know, they're on the same level to, you know, a certain degree. And, and you guys, you know, it's not like a, a Cornell versus Binghamton, which, you know, if you go to a Cornell match, they got a, a, a lot of people in the stands. It's, it's Buffalo and Binghamton, right? You guys are um, for, for the most part, like on the same playing field and, you know, you guys go in there and are, you know, getting after it against each other. And yeah, it's just the stuff that I love to see. You know, looking at your raw your schedule though, what's one date that you would have circled? You know, whether it's yourself, your coaching staff, or your team, you know, they kind of have circled on your schedule. Well, you know, you know, we it, it's funny because you know we like that Ohio University match. I I think, you know, I think that's kind of our our biggest MAC rival right now, um, for for a lot of different reasons, right? When I first got here, um, if you ever wrestle in Athens, Ohio, it's probably the most hostile wrestling environment outside of Carver Hawkeye and some of these other big time schools, right? It, it, it's just a very hostile environment. You know, they, they, they harass you. They, 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 they kind of degrade you a little bit. Right. So, so they kind of, you know, they, they kind of got under our skin a lot, you know, and then a couple of years ago, our, 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 their fans got in a fight with our, our fans in the stand. So, so that for us, that, that's a fun, that's a fun match, you know? So, and I like it, you know, Joel Greenlee's, I respect him a lot. And uh, so whenever we go out and wrestle those guys, it's, 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 that's the one, man. That's the one I like to get. Darn. Well, I thought the Buffalo versus Binghamton match was the one that I liked, but this sounds like a banger, right? I mean, the, the Buffalo, obviously gritty style, um, you know, and coach Greenlee, I actually met him down at Virginia beach um, at uh, some restaurant down there during the NHSCAs. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's great. You know, obviously a, a Mac um, rival is great to have. And um, it, it makes a little bit more sense, but um, last oh, question. I I'm gonna... this too. To, to be honest with you, I think, uh, you know, I mean, just back to my, my, my days at Bloomsburg, right. It's, it's kind of trans, you know, up here is, is I'm vocal and, 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 and I'm vocal on the sideline. Right. I, I went around like a man, maniac and I think people want to beat me. And, and uh, so I get fired <laughs> up for every match and, and I like that, right? Whether it's Binghamton, whether it's Ohio, Central Michigan, you know, Edinburgh, whatever it is, you know, I, I think, uh, I think we probably have a, a, you know, we probably have more of the, the target on our back just based on, you know, just probably people think I'm, I'm a lunatic in the stands, right? But, but for me, that's fun. It, it's all, it, it's what I like to do. <laughs> I have fun with it. <laughs> well, that's going to lead me to my last, uh, last question. Uh, can we see a, a John Stutzman and Joe Ariola, aka Tony D'Angelo, uh, tag team match at WWE sometime? <laughs> oh man, Joe, Joe, Joe is the character. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he's doing well. I, I, I you know, uh, he, he had the biggest upset, one of the biggest upsets in NCAA history when he, when he upset the four seed right out of the shoot, right? And uh, yeah. so I'm glad I, I, I'm glad Joe's doing well, man. He, he's, uh, he's always wanted to do that. You know, he's always wanted to, he loved the WWE when he's here. You know, he has a great personality for it. I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. I mean, he definitely sounds like a character. I mean, I don't really watch WWE too much, but you know, enough people in the wrestling world share that stuff on, on uh Twitter, which obviously there's more wrestlers that are getting into WWE. But um, I honestly, I think we need to see a, a Tony D'Angelo and John Stutzman um, get together on WWE and that, that'd uh, be pretty solid. Yeah, he'll try to kill me. I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to get down to Buffalo some point in the next in the near future to uh, 
you know, catch a duel or something, but yeah, no, I'm glad we, we had this discussion and, and uh, I thank you for joining episode 65 of more wrestling. Awesome. Thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to hopefully getting you out for, uh, you know, maybe come to a practice, come to open room, um, come to the mats, whatever you got, man. We'll, we'll, we'll accept it. Appreciate it. Awesome. Take care.